0: Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 423. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. And today, we are talking about being Latina and white. As it happens, I'm talking about being Latina and white. And I feel like this Hispanic Heritage Month in particular I feel compelled to start talking about this a little more openly because for a long time I've acknowledged my Colombian heritage, you know, with friends and even with like clients and and all kinds of people, but not in like a public documented way like this because I didn't really know how I felt about addressing my identity. I certainly don't want to overstate things or claim anything that's not my own But it's a real part of who I am, and it informs my worldview and my experiences, for sure. My mother was born and raised in Bogota, Colombia. My grandmother herself grew up in Panama and was raised in what was at the time a U.S.-controlled Panama Canal zone. So she was actually able to attend American-run schools And she ended up marrying my grandfather, an Irish-American U.S. soldier, who she met in the Canal Zone when she had a secretarial role on the base. She calls it her Mickey Mouse job and jokes about how she basically had to withhold paperwork to get my very introverted grandfather's attention, (laughs) which she did, and the rest is history. Years later, my mother was born and raised in Bogota and lived for a bit in Barranquilla and later on in Quito, Ecuador, before moving to the States when she was about 13. My grandfather's job moved him to New York City uh, and, and he commuted in from Connecticut, which is how I ended up being born and raised many years later in Connecticut. And I never really traveled back to Colombia when I was growing up because almost all of my mother's family members had immigrated here over the years or had sort of been lost track of. But I did recently have the pleasure of bringing my mom back to Bogota. This was maybe 2018 on a very special trip that I organized for her 60th birthday, And we spent some time in the city, the incredible city of Bogota that has grown tremendously since she had last been there at the age of 13 because she hadn't been back at all since she was a teenager. And then we did this incredible hike through the jungles to what's known as La Ciudad Perdida, the lost city, which is kind of like Colombia's Machu Picchu, but a few hundred years older. I highly recommend the trek if given the chance because it was a truly amazing trip, a fascinating way to connect with my mother and just sort of like watch her relive some of her identity and some of her youth and learn so much about her and where she comes from. And we did have the chance to meet and we had a chance to reconnect with our one remaining living relative there, Sarita, who I had the pleasure of meeting for the first time. So that part of me is very real, but it doesn't always feel that way. I've always felt like an imposter in part because I'm not a hundred percent Colombian. Like that's fair. You know, my grandmother married an Irish American. My mother married a Jewish Bulgarian French guy, my dad. And so it's not like it's a hundred percent of my cultural heritage, but I've always identified with it. I, I, took it upon myself to learn Spanish in school. You know, my mother's first language was Spanish and she spoke it with her grandmother, or my grandmother, her mother. And my dad's first language was French because he grew up just outside of Paris for a while there. But neither of them taught any of us, any of their four children, their native tongue. So, I was really motivated to sort of learn more about my Colombian heritage and and studied Spanish in school and then in college. And my teachers always called me a heritage speaker or heritage speaker because there were lots of words in my life growing up that were in Spanish. It's why, you know, we don't use the word pacifier in my house. We still call it a chupo, you know, because that's just the Spanish word for it. That's what we always used. When I was growing up, and that's that's sort of translated into Max's my little two-year-old's life now. So there were just always words like platanos for plantains that I just didn't know were Spanish words. And there were just weird little elements where I didn't know, like I learned all the Spanish swear words really fast because my mom (laughs) my mom thought she could swear in Spanish and somehow we wouldn't pick up on that. That that's not how that works, mom. But I mean, part of the reality is that. Being white and being Latino or Latina or Latine, if we want to call it that, like it gets confusing. I remember even back in seventh grade in Spanish class with a classmate of mine, Kathy Marulanda, or Marulando, I want to say. She said to me, You're Colombian? I'm Colombian. And she really questioned me. She grilled me, rightfully so, because our skin color was not near identical right? Like she was much more Colombian, frankly, than I am. And so it's taken me a while to understand the difference between my race and my heritage or ethnicity. And so, you know, just like there are Afro-Latinos, Black Latinos, right? And there are Black people all over the world. There are also white Latinos. And so I think it's really important to understand how much of a social construct races and how whiteness in particular doesn't always translate across borders. I distinctly remember a Spanish teacher of mine in college who came from the Canary Islands, Las Islas, what is it? Islas Canarias? She said that in Spain, she's white. And in the United States, she's not white. So in so many ways, there's some rightful criticism about the whole concept of the word Latino or Latinidad and this whole concept of Hispanic being this concept that's only possible to be created when whiteness is the default. Because the reality is Cubans don't have that much in common with Colombians, with Venezuelans, with Mexicans, with Guatemalans, with Spaniards. You know, there's a lot of hispanohablantes all over the world who don't identify like as part of the same group, but in whiteness that is the other. And so I think there's a lot of people who are Latino or Hispanic or whatever you want to call it who are Cuban, let's say, who would not identify as Latino or who would push back on the concept of Hispanic as a moniker that makes any sense for a world that has a ton of diversity within it. So whiteness in that way is really subjective. It's a pretty social construct. I mean, my grandmother really is attached to her whiteness, frankly. Like, she, I think, in Colombia and in Panama and in her proximity to a white husband, like, gained privilege in a lot of ways that she wasn't necessarily born with. But you know, when she moved to Connecticut, when she moved to suburban Connecticut, I think her relative whiteness didn't travel with her abroad, right? Like she was no longer white. She was now a woman of color in Connecticut. And I think that was really hard for her. She also hates the winters. So she lived in Miami for uh, the largest time that I've ever known her was her living in Miami, which was also very confusing for my emerging Latina identity, because half the stuff I thought was Colombian was actually Cuban. (laughs) You know, shout outs to the Miami Zoo and the delicious arepas there. Like a lot of the stuff I thought, food, culture, music I was consuming in Miami was not Colombian, although I thought it was growing up. It was definitely Cuban. So there is a difference, I think, that's important to acknowledge between race and ethnicity. And, you know, Blair Imani, one of my favorite creators on Instagram, recently put out a video on this that I'll link to in today's show notes. And in her caption, she actually quotes directly from her book, Smarter in Seconds, where she writes, quote, Race is a system that was invented incrementally over the past 600 years to create and rank human differences like skin tone, hair texture, facial features, and more. These differences vary across humanity, but the meaning attached to them is based on white supremacist Eurocentric standards that place whiteness and proximity to whiteness at the top. Ethnicity refers to shared cultural background, including traditions, language, history, society, religion, or ancestry. Both race and ethnicity speak to human differences, And while ethnic discrimination does exist and is rampant, ethnicity was not created to rank and separate human beings in the way that race was invented to do racism, end quote. So, you know, race as a social construct with the intention of creating superiority is a really different thing than ethnicity. And that's why it's so important to acknowledge that while I might have Latina ethnicity, I also have white privilege, right? So part of what makes this complicated is how do you claim both? You know, for me, unlike Kathy, my classmate, who had a much darker shade of skin than I do, who is a lot more Colombian than I am, I can pass as white, and that comes with a whole plethora of privileges. I'm way less likely to be discriminated against based on my Colombian heritage because it's not impacted by my race. And so I think while we acknowledge that there are Afro-Latinos, being a white Latina comes with a whole bunch of privilege, a whole bunch of white privilege that shows up in terms of my physical safety, my freedom from microaggressions, a lack of harassment based on racial microaggressions and racial discrimination throughout my entire life. I mean, my name is spelled French, after all. I don't even have Latina spelling in my name at all. My little sister Isabel, Isabel, uh, as we call her, or Izzy, she got the Latin spelling of Isabel and I got the French spelling of Emily to sort of balance things out between my mom's and my dad's side. So part of the reason this is so common Complicated is is because I want to show my pride for my cultural heritage and for my Colombian ethnicity without glossing over the immense white privilege I bring to this conversation, too, and how much I'm probably, in ways that are not even conscious to me, perpetuating white supremacy and contributing to racial microaggressions in my own life. So I have to check that, right? I can be proud of my Colombian heritage while also acknowledging the ways in which my race gives me a lot of privilege uh, and makes my experience of mi latinidad really different. So that white privilege, that racial status is something that I have gained without doing anything in my life, whereas my Colombian ethnicity, my Latina ethnicity is something I have to practice to keep alive, right? Or is is it something I can opt into in a way that a lot of other Latinas don't have the option uh, to choose between when and how they express their Latinidad? So with great acknowledgement around my white privilege, I want to also make sure I'm not contributing to any erasure of my Latina heritage. Because to me, culture is something you keep alive. And I think that, to me, is part of the reason why I want to identify as Latina. And just like I want to identify as Jewish, right? I'm not very Jewish, as I like to joke. My dad and I sort of joke because he is very self-deprecating and says, like, he's the worst Jew because he's not practicing. And I'm like, that's such a Jewish thing to say because being (laughs) self-deprecating and, like, full of guilt is... Is practicing Judaism in some way, which is culturally Jewish, of course, not religiously attached to Judaism. But I like to joke that I'm Jewish ish, right? Because we did we celebrate, you know, Passover growing up? Not really, occasionally, sort of, kind of. You know, we were all about the Hanukkah and Christmas spectacular, and that was pretty much it for both my mom's Christianity and my dad's Judaism. But I still think it's important to not erase these cultural parts of ourselves, because ethnicity is something you can practice. Cultural traditions, language, history, society, religion, or ancestry. Like, these are things that you either activate or let fade away. And I'm proud of my complex cultural heritage. I still have lots to learn about the Irish parts of me and the Bulgarian parts of me and sort of my dad's French history is imbued in so much of what we do. My mom's ethnicity informed so much of the food we ate and the sort of culture that we consumed growing up with my dad's affinity for French culture and my mom's sort of culture that she grew up with, right? There are moments, I think, in our family when we can choose to opt in to different parts of ourselves. And that's what I'm hoping to do right now, is be proud of my Latina heritage and not contribute to its erasure, especially in a world where Latinas overall are being held back, are subjected to discrimination in many different forms, are not paid equally, are not given opportunities equally. And so... Look, I know Latinidad is an overly broad category that groups a bunch of culturally distinct groups of people together in contrast to whiteness, but if we've got stats like last Thursday, October 5, was Latina equal pay day, I want to be a part of raising awareness around the fact that Latino women in the U.S. who work full-time year-round are paid 57 cents on the dollar compared to a white man's earnings. Like, I want to be part of communities like Cafecito here in Denver, which has been meeting for 30 years weekly a group of incredible Latina women who are activists in their communities, who are advocates for one another, who support one another. I want to be proud of my Latina and Colombian heritage in particular so that I can be a part of championing the Latino community in its many forms. So I don't know. I'm curious to hear what you think if you've run into this what your complex cultural heritage means to you and how race and ethnicity being different might sort of spark something for you. Let's keep the conversation going as always in the Bossed Up Courage community and in the Bossed Up group on LinkedIn. I'll link to both in today's show notes. All right, mamano, Emily. It's time to wrap this up. As I always say, let's keep bossing in pursuit of our purpose. And together, let's lift as we climb.